0: cult podcast features adult themes and graphic descriptions of violence and is not recommended for all audiences listener discretion is advised seriously if you like our podcast follow us on instagram at cult podcast or follow us on twitter at cult podcast show for show updates and please rate and review our show on itunes if you've been in a cult and you want to tell us about it email us at cult podcast show at gmail.com we'd love to hear from you and most importantly enjoy the show Drink the Thank you for tuning into Cult Podcast. I'm Paige Wesley. And I'm Armando Torres. And Marie is is not here, unfortunately. Oh. We had every intention of recording a couple episodes today. Mm-hmm. And then Marie's dog Rambo, who has been on our Instagram feed and you can hear him in the back of a couple episodes. <laughs> uh Rambo is super, super sick, like in the dog hospital sick. Yeah. Pray so, for Rambo, guys. Yeah, pray for Rambo. That's super sad. Dicks um, out
1: for Rambo. No. No? No. Yeah, we're going to get some messages on that <laughs> Yeah, <one>. no.
0: no. <laughs> um. Yeah, Rambo, the nine-pound Chihuahua Papillon mix. Oh, man. He's so cute. He's so adorable. He's arguably the one of the most adorable dogs I've ever seen.
1: Yeah, he uh, he often rests near or on my lap and licks a lot. He's yeah. full of licks.
0: Mm-hmm. Very sweet boy. Yeah. So we are recording something so that you guys don't get left without an episode. Um, but Marie can also be with Rambo mm-hmm. if necessary. Because, obviously, yeah. we care about Rambo. We don't want him to have to be at the hospital alone. That would suck. So uh, instead, we thought it might be fun today because you hear Mondo in the background all the time. Um, but I don't think we ever got to get to know you, Mondo, except the things that we found out along the way. Yeah. Like you like you, occasionally enjoy being called Poppy.
1: Oh, yeah. That's a big one. Uh, my mom loved listening to that episode. <laughs> Real fun, because both my grandmother and my uh, mom listened to it and got back to me on it. Have they written about
0: it on their blog? No, no.
1: (laughs) Thankfully, their blog is defunct and they don't run it anymore. Oh, it's been interesting. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My life is, uh, I'm an enigma. And uh, just a a wonderful person to be around. Mm -hmm. Uh, The reviews. Have you read the (laughs) reviews? They they are mixed.
0: Mixed (laughs) Mixed reviews. Just like me. You know? Just a real mixed fella. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) I'm sure there are people that are just like, God damn it, and have already started to give us three and a half to four stars about this episode. This is like...
1: (laughs) This is like when you watch, like, Family Guy and you get, like, a Meg episode and people are just like, oh, God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> then, a like, Lisa a... <laughs> episode. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a Lisa episode where, like, uh, the majority get mad, but, like, three or four people are going to be like,
0: oh, yeah. Yeah, or, like, a Zoidberg episode of Futurama.
1: Oh, man, I loved every Zoidberg episode.
0: <laughs> Even the real weird long one about him traveling to Hollywood to see his, like, filmmaker uncle.
1: Especially that one. See, I
0: did like the one where he had to go to his home planet to try and, like, find a mate. I found that one kind of fun. That
1: one was so... Weird at the end where he's just like, well, I guess I'm not going to die because I can't fuck. Because that was the whole thing. Yeah, that was the whole... Yeah. And then uh the last one that they did of his was uh with his girlfriend that he ends up with at the end. Right. Which is real upsetting because she's a real... She's a real looker and uh I'm alone. But Zoidberg... <laughs> Zoidberg out there in these streets.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so... You joined the podcast like six episodes no more than six episodes in Mm -hmm. like 10 episodes in yeah quite a bit um but before we even started this podcast i had told you i was gonna do it
1: yeah we we had met doing a comedy which we do yes um and you had expressed to me that you were creating a podcast about cults and I think I flipped my shit. Yeah, was, you lost your mind. It and was I great. was like, I fucking love Colts, <laughs> which is like, yeah, I usually have to wait till a couple months in of knowing somebody to be like, I love Colts, right, right. Yeah, everyone gets real weird about it. But yeah, it was just like you. We were talking about one that isn't widely known or
0: talked about i feel like people who are super into cults or super into true crime as it relates to cults Mm -hmm. it's like their favorite yeah like nine times out of ten
1: because it's so insane
0: because um robert timothy of the degenerate podcast hi guys they listen to oh neat um they helped us kind of set up our initial like, hosting site and everything like that. And that's his favorite, too. And it's a cult that we haven't covered because we want to do it justice and do, like, multiple episodes of it. But when I told him that we were going to probably start this podcast, he was like, are you going to do an episode about that cult? Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to, like... I'm, I'm, I realize that I've talked around it for like two minutes. Yeah. I don't want to say it because I don't want to give it away. Oh, it's, it's arguably one of my favorites.
1: The waiting will, will do it so much justice. Once you guys hear yeah. it, you're going to be like, what the fuck? Right. This is bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. It's perfect
0: because they can't sue us because they're defunct. And you have... Pieces of evidence that no one else has been able to find, for the most part.
1: Apparently, I thought it was. I so I have small videos, uh, and like I had one piece of literature, right, that I had just gotten off the internet, and I didn't realize. So I do this randomly. Like the other day, I found and downloaded a copy of Louis C.K.'s movie that isn't coming out. And, like, I got it, and, like, I told somebody about it in passing, and they were like, it's gone from the internet. It's oh, not, shit, really? Yeah, it's, like, not up there anymore. And I was like, really? I had no problem finding. So I just I thought, do this. Yeah, I,
0: well, I thought it was widely available, because I thought people were buying it. Maybe not.
1: No, they they scrubbed it um, because they didn't want it up there, and no one wants him to prosper. Right yeah, now. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Understandable Yeah, exactly. Degree. But it was just what it's an it's another example of. Like, I find things on the internet, and people are like, Where did you get this? And I'm yeah. just like, oh, I just hang out in some really weird places. <laughs>
0: um, but because I remember when I told you about the podcast, you were like, Oh, have you seen? And it was that piece of literature. And yeah. I was like, No. And the one other podcast that's done what I would consider to be the definitive episode on that cult. Fuck it. It's Om Shinrikyo.
1: Yay. Last
0: podcast on the left did. An amazing Aum Shinrikyo episode and they didn't even have that. Yeah. And like, I feel like I want to find a way to just like email it to them because yeah. I feel like they'd enjoy it.
1: I'm going to, I'll find it because it's in, the thing is, it's at my mom's house. Uh, the, yeah, the literature, like buried in a drive. And then the, um, the, the video stuff of it is something that I just saved onto my computer. Right. Um, which isn't even this one, it's my other, I have like four computers. Yeah, yeah. We were the richest all been poor to, person in the world. No, you
0: know, I think that's everybody now because I have at least mm. three computers in this house and Jake has four. Yeah. Just very, and anytime it's like, oh, where's that thing? You have to go, like open up and reboot up all oh, the yeah. computers and try to find ways to make them talk. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, the other day I was driving in my car and I went, uh, oh my god, I just came up with the best idea for an invention. It's just this thing that you plug into your computer and then you plug the other end into another computer and then you can, like, drag... It's like a, a flash drive, but it connects to both computers at the same time. And, like, I went home and told my mom about it and she was like, you know they do that but with, like, Wi-Fi, right? Yeah, yeah,
0: it's the cloud. And I was like,
1: what are you talking about? She's like, yeah, that's just a shitty version of the cloud. That's
0: my My new job has, like macro versions of that which is kind of amazing Mm -hmm. i if you guys don't know i started a new job i don't work in retail anymore i work for a tech startup and i am like equal parts frustrated and amazed (laughs) at the stuff they have there yeah um because retail is real real effing rough you guys and then i showed up to the first day of my new job as like a trainee, like a step above an intern, making the same that I was making in retail as they handed me a laptop, a swell bottle, a t-shirt, and a tote bag, and then catered in lunch. I was just like, God Jesus. damn it. <laughs> damn
1: it. Yeah. In other news, I'm applying to work at Pages New Job. Right, right. Yeah. Because currently my job is donating <laughs> plasma every three days. <laughs> Uh, but you're helping people. Yeah, I'm helping. Yeah, that's why I do it. Not you have a the, career
0: in helping people. Not the
1: $425 a month. I'm
0: amazed that you can make that much making plasma. You
1: have to do it every opportunity. It's crazy. It's Dang. it's. I don't know if it's safe or not. My mom was like, you shouldn't do that. And I was like, I mean, well.
0: it's, it's not unsafe. I don't think it's great for you. Um, Maybe a little bit of a preview since it'll be a while. Mm-hmm. Or, or at least another day or so until we can get an episode out. Um, I'm not sure what Marie's cult was going to be, because if you guys don't know, if if you haven't been with us that long, uh, the way we do these episodes is Marie researches one and I know nothing about it. Mm -hmm. So when she tells me about it, if I just happen to have a passing knowledge of that cult, I know that, but I don't know any of the details and stuff that she's found. So for me, it's like a surprise, like, which is why we end up scream laughing at judo chops for like half an episode. (laughs) Uh, And then I go and research my episode and then Marie doesn't know anything about it either. So for my next episode, it's a local Southern California cult that I had never heard of before. And I know that our biggest concentration of listeners is in Southern California. So I hate to just like favor and be like, it's in our neighborhood, but it's so crazy that it's worth it. Oh my God. I'm so excited about it. And the way I found out about it was I was at a comedy show and they announced as I went on stage that, uh, I was one of the hosts of cold podcast and then I got off stage and a girl from the audience came up to me after the show and was like, Hey, they totally talked about your show on my favorite murder and I was like, that's Zealot, the other cult podcast, or one of the many other cult podcasts, but thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I appreciate that you thought that we were that famous. And she was like, no, I'm sure it was you. And I was like, I'm, I'm very sure it's not, but thank you. Uh, and in the process, another comic at the club overheard and was like, oh, I have heard your podcast. I had no idea that was you. I have some shit to tell you, (laughs) which like 90% of the time, whenever somebody's just like, I have to tell you about a cult. Like the only other time that it's been amazing in person, like when people email us about cults, they usually email us like a write up and files and crazy Mm. stuff. And it's like so much information and it's great. And it's more just us finding the time to go through how much good information we have but in person a lot of times people are like oh oh i have a cult for you have you heard of jim jones and i'm like yeah yeah i have yeah do you
1: believe in jim jones i,
0: I have i have a podcast about cult <laughs> or they'll be like you know what i think's a cult christianity and i'm like
1: <laughs> and then they throw on their leather
0: jacket, do donuts, like, yeah, and just like put on hot. sunglasses. And I'm like, do you know how shitty of an episode that would be? Like, do you have any idea how lame of an episode it would be? Where I was like, and then this cult let people go home and do whatever they were gonna do for the rest of the day.
1: Jump cut to earlier at Denny's where I said, why don't we do Christianity? <laughs> <laughs> and
0: as a joke, my, though, and as, as put a on joke, my
1: sunglasses and denim jacket.
0: You literally said it as that joke, though. Yeah. Like, Oh, in person it's, um, it's
1: crazy
0: If you hear any background noise it's because we're at uh, what I call cult podcast studio East which is <laughs> <coughs> it's uh, which is my house instead of Marie's house and in the background you'll you'll hear my cat Dennis Dennis. He's kind of an asshole sometimes.
1: He's beautiful. We never posted that picture of me and Dennis.
0: <laughs> That's true. We can post that
1: today. Yeah. Oh, that'll be fun.
0: Um. Uh, anyways, this girl comes up to me. And she's mm-hmm. like, I work in a restaurant. This guy was my co-worker. So her co-worker is a cult leader. And she was kind of telling me all these things about it. And I was just like, this seems crazy. Or it seems like this is a guy in his garage and then I started to do some internet sleuthing, and it is so much crazier than, like... Oh,
1: Jesus.
0: It's amazing. I'm so excited for it.
1: Oh, I'm so ready.
0: I'm super excited. If it if it takes long enough, I've already ordered some stuff online.
1: Yes!
0: Yes! <laughs> if it takes yes. long enough, uh, we may have things to actually, like, see, feel, and touch.
1: Oh, that's so going to awesome. be great. That makes it yeah. so much better. Let's uh all right so what do we what do we got on the docket today Oh well, fucking God, god.
0: damn it, Dennis <laughs> Jesus Christ this fucking
1: cat <laughs> This cat almost took down this entire table
0: What are oh. you here for Oh god We were doing so well He's he's an adorable cat He's he's a very good looking cat Oh yeah Um
1: mighty fine fellow
0: Mighty fine fellow my mother uh, came to visit one time and after spending a day and a half with the cat was like you know he's got those beautiful giant eyes that are taking up so much brain space <laughs> <laughs> like it's yeah, yeah.
1: backhanded ass compliment <laughs> to a cat <laughs> that's,
0: that's my mom <laughs> that's we've we've started calling the cat cheesefoot Cheese foot. Because he loves Taco Bell nacho cheese. Oh. So much so that he, I was eating Taco Bell nachos and he tried to get at them and I kind of like shifted and he stepped directly into the (laughs) cup of cheese. And then it stuck to his foot. So then I'm, like, holding him up like the Lion King with, like, a cheese cup stuck to his foot as he's just, like, kicking wildly, like, throwing bits of cheese everywhere till it finally fell off. And all of this, I'm, like, scream laughing because even then I realize it's hysterical. And then Jake walks in and is just like, what the hell is going on? And all he sees is, like, me covered in nacho cheese holding the cat at arm's length. Yeah.
1: So, as an added bonus, you're telling me this story, and I'm just looking over at Dennis who was staring me in the eyes like, don't fucking believe her. Full, <laughs> of sh- full of shit.
0: She doesn't know what she's talking about. Yeah. She's trying to tell you that, about the cheese, but like, she put that cheese in my foot. That she was fake. Fake news. Fake, fake news. <laughs> what was the first cult that fascinated you?
1: So, the first... I mean, the first one that got my attention... Um, was the the Manson family. Right. Because it was just so intense and I started like I everyone knows like Charles Manson. Like the name is so ingrained in everyone and I, when I first heard about him I was like, "Oh, it's a crazy person." And somebody's like, "It's a cult leader." And I was like, "Well, what's a cult?" And I found out what cults were. And then I found out that he just like the thought of an a crazy human being, like an insane person controlling the actions and what dictate they dictate everything about the lifestyle to another person was like dude what Mm -hmm. that's insane and then from there i got interested in uh, like jim jones um there's like other stuff like waco which is i don't know if you want to call it a cult or not but um, is like I will, yeah. yeah. i call Waco a cult, and then like their like result and how they ended was just crazy. Well, and that's then...
0: crazy too, because you there's new. There are newer tapes that have come out, yeah. to suggest that he started the fire potentially. Like, we'll obviously mm. do a larger Branch Davidians yeah. episode at a certain point because there were a lot of things wrong with all of that but for a long time i think people were just like this is a huge failing on the part of the atf which i mean there's huge errors happen like no one's denying that um but it also seems like he kind of engineered a bit of the destruction
1: oh yeah of course and then i mean but you've heard um yeah you've heard probably the same amount of cult stuff that i have of just like it's so insane to me to have like and then i listened to uh om shinrikyo on the last podcast on the left such a great episode which is yeah it's like a series of four episodes maybe and it's intense and then i went to powell city of books which Uh is in um portland Uh when i was there in portland and i uh it's this giant if you haven't been it's essentially a, a humongous block of a warehouse, like a street block okay. of a warehouse that they've just transformed into the world's largest bookstore.
0: Oh, I think I've seen pictures of it yeah. online. I've actually never been to Portland.
1: It's We should go. I've we been should to go. many
0: other cities, just not that one.
1: I'm in Portland. I go to Powell's, biggest bookstore in the world. It's crazy. It's crazy. And uh, the coolest part about it was... I had looked up a bunch of, like, what should I research to... And so I went, and they had everything. They had everything, including this, like, side book um, that wasn't even about, technically, Aum Shinrikyo. It was about the youth in Japan at that time.
0: Oh, interesting. And
1: so they had to mention Aum Shinrikyo because it was such a huge culture pinpoint. Yeah. And so it was, like, it was so interesting to read about a cult... From the perspective of not even about that cult, does that make sense? Like,
0: yeah, well, I mean, I feel like people do a lot of the same thing when they talk about Charles Manson, where they're like, This ended the hippie movement, quote unquote. The the violence of these crimes put a stop to the hippie movement. I would argue that it was ending already, but yeah,
1: but I mean, it was definitely a catalyst for the end of the peace and love, and yeah,
0: well, I mean, it gave. It gave critics of the hippie movement an easy touchstone to point to, to be yeah. like, "See, this is harmful. This is what'll happen." Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. There's there's that, and the fact of like,
0: <laughs> that's not even my cat. Yeah, that's that's just, another cat in this that's just apartment a complex.
1: Cat. Hidden cat. Secret cat. Anyway. There's a cat
0: cult in this apartment complex. Jesus Christ. Oh, um, shin, meow, 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 meow.
1: I was trying to think of a Charles Meowson. Oh, there but... you go. Yeah. Anyway.
0: Scratched of idiots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> there it is.
0: That's why I'm ranked for roast battle <laughs> puns.
1: Oh man. Um so so yeah, it was just it's insane to me to think that idiots and crazy people and sociopaths put in the right hands in the right time because it needs to be the right time to yeah. these people are just in the right place at the right time with the right skill set to make people believe in whatever they have to sell they're mm-hmm. great salesmen and yeah. that's always really interested me as a salesman you know yeah, uh, yeah.
0: I- <laughs> well no we have both you and i have both worked in sales i think we yeah. covered it a little bit and it is very interesting to kind of i think and it's it's a bummer that the episode is no longer up, especially the second part of it. Oh, yeah. Um, the episode that might must not be named currently. The, the
1: lost tapes. Um, because I where think... I had the hottest riffs. <laughs> it's really when I hit my groove. Oh,
0: oh, you mean the joke that made them send us a literal letter that okay. was like, "Hey, All right. yeah, hey."
1: <laughs> That's also my all-time favorite. Being mentioned in a legal document as saying something offensive to a potential in my opinion no
0: nope, don't even
1: leader of an organization
0: there you go there you go yeah yeah uh but those episodes bullshit. <laughs> bullshit man
1: <laughs> i hate having to watch what i say
0: the, those episodes i think illustrated probably the best link between the personality type that it takes to be you know, what we think of as like a, a proto cult leader yeah. and how close that is to just being a solid salesman and yeah. how many links there are between that and how gray the area can become when those skills are put to the wrong use.
1: Oh yeah. There's a, I mean, I've always not. Okay. This is going to sound probably really like self masturbatory to my ego or whatever. I can cut it out later. Yeah. But <laughs> When I used to, I used to work. When I first moved back to L.A., I used to work um, at a Costco selling Directv. Right, and it was insane to me that you know the best salesmen on the team were like me, who is a homeless at the time stand-up comic. Who like sometimes I would go like two days without showering or something and just like have the same uniform on and I smelled like cigarettes and I'm just in a Costco and fucking like Norwalk or Azusa (laughs) and like I would stop you and be like hey. And then smile and like disarm you and go like, "Who's your cable service provider?" Right. and like it worked, and it yeah. was just it was all because I can like people see something in me where they're like, "Oh, you remind me of blank." Like my grand my grandson, my grandfather, my grandson, my son, my brother, my cousin. Like I remind them of somebody, and then they think I'm a sweet kid, and these people are telling me like, "Oh yeah, you seem like a really genuinely nice guy," and the whole time I'm like, "I fucking hate you!" Shut up, <laughs> <laughs> just well, anger. But there's like, you can do that. You can just be, and then the other salesmen too are like people that are like, if I can like covered in tattoos and they're like, don't give a shit about anything other than like smoking weed at the end of the day, like getting drunk. Like they're all, we're not great people, but it's, there's just something in all of us that makes us go like, makes a normal people go like, oh, I relate to you or I believe what you're telling me.
0: Yeah. Well, I think it's like, think about. How many stand up comics we know, just you and I personally know, that work in sales? Mm -hmm. Like, all, pretty much all. Like, the only ones we know that don't work in sales don't work. They're like, they're Uber drivers instead. Like, yeah, exactly. It's either Uber driver or something in sales. Like, those are your day job stand up options. And then there's a few that do IT. But, like, other than that, (laughs) it's basically Uber driver, salesperson. And have you ever taken, like, a Myers-Briggs personality test? Uh, one,
1: A couple times, yeah. Both times I got different answers. Though. Oh,
0: interesting. Yeah. Do you remember which one either of them was?
1: One was INFP, I think, which okay. was like, which, don't quote me on this, you losers. But <laughs> Yeah, it was, like, creative and, like, leadership, whatever, or something like that. And then the second time I took it, which was ironically, after I had spent roughly about a year, maybe like nine to ten months as a homeless person, uh, I took it again and it came back as like the debater or like argue, oh, like it,
0: argumentative. It was like they're like you spent too many times yelling at trash cans. Yeah, it was,
1: <laughs> it was like I I it had changed my per- like I answered the questions honestly and it was like yeah you care more about being right than about oh, keeping, like, friends. And I was like, that's kind of, yeah. <laughs> is, that's that is what, like, kind of did a number on my relationship at the time, would be, yeah, like, yeah. I had, if I had an opinion on something, I got into an argument with my girlfriend, because she said, if they made an all-black remake of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, would that be a good idea? And I said, no. And I said it so quick, she got mad.
0: Why don't you think that would be a good idea?
1: My thought process is, She was saying, do you know how great it would be to have a great movie from people's childhood like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory or Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, whichever one was the first one. Um, And have that have an all black cast because originally Roald Dahl imagined Charlie as a black character in the book. That's what she said. I don't know the validity of the
0: statement. You could probably argue that. I'm, yeah. I, I'm not going to say that you couldn't. I mean, yeah, I, don't, I don't, I don't remember the book enough to argue for or against, but I also exactly. don't see a reason to argue against. Exactly.
1: Yeah. And yeah. which is, yeah, I don't know the validity of the statement, but I'm not, I'm not outright saying it's wrong. I don't know. Um, but so she was saying the movie would be like an all black cast. And I said, it's not the problem with that. It's, it's the problem with remakes is I would okay. rather as, as cause I'm Mexican and if I, I if you gave me the option of an all Mexican cast of a movie from my childhood or an something new, new like Coco, movie. yes, like okay. like our own shit, like it's our story about our heritage and our culture with our people, yeah, I'd much rather have that. Make I, new. I shit. would agree with that. Yeah. I
0: mean, but but again, I also am not part of a marginalized group. I mean, like I'm yeah. a lady. So, like, Lady Ghostbusters was our thing. But I felt the same way about Lady Ghostbusters, where I was like, it's not that I don't like Ghostbusters. It's not that I don't like this movie. I just wish that instead of having to remake a movie that exists, someone would just fund the other movies written by women starring women. Exactly. And there are so many of them. Exactly. They are out there there's no excuse for us not to just fund a really cool original movie written by and starring women. Bridesmaids is a great example of that. Like that's a movie written by women starring women. Like that's an original movie. Like why did we have to go and copy something else?
1: So one of the things that I brought up in that argument, um, which is either going to make me look like it agrees with my point or it's going to make me look like a horrible racist. It's one or the other. But uh, essentially, she brought up the fact that uh, Oz, Oz was... The TV um, show? The TV show, which was, I believe, is the one that she was talking about, is the... uh the the black remake of Wizard of Oz, right?
0: Oh, I was thinking of Oz the Prison TV show. You're thinking no. of the Wiz, the Wiz, the Wiz, the, the Wiz. Wiz is great though. <laughs>
1: yeah, which is fine.
0: But and it's that's... a different. It's different. It, it is, is not the same. Yeah, it
1: is. It's a it's a retelling. It's, it's a
0: retelling. It's got its own music, its own songs, its own set pieces. Yeah. It's structured differently. It. I would argue that it's a different movie that pulls from the same source material.
1: Exactly, but she so she used that as a presentation, and I said uh. that's. I said, that's fine. But on the flip side, look at like one of my favorite shows that came out in this past year, which was Atlanta, which is uh, a show written by uh, a black writer, Donald Glover, and the entire writing team was all black. Right, yeah. The cast is a majority black. Uh, It takes place in Atlanta. They filmed it there. They did everything with the, like, everyone there involved is is aware of the story and the plot points in the story that they're trying to tell. Right. And I was like, that show is so fucking phenomenal. It is just like the writing is out of this world good there's subtlety in in every episode that's great it's It's just a hell of a show. I loved all the writing, and that's like something new and original that was like i I thought it was phenomenal, so I'd rather see new ideas than see over over uh or remakes to to kind of do like to appease people. you know,
0: I kind of understand both sides in a weird way yeah because i I would be inclined to side with you and be like. Instead of throwing money at remakes, let's throw money at original stories that represent these cultures Mm -hmm. in a true way. Exactly. But at the same time, I understand the desire to have children, like children now, Mm -hmm. grow up potentially with a version of Charlie of the Chocolate Factory that represents them.
1: See, that that was the other thing, too, that it took me a while to uh, talk about. With her in this argument, right, uh, was that I felt like it was a moot point no matter who we, because it was an argument, right, but it was, it was, it didn't matter because she was coming at it from the side of um, it would be great to have a movie that we all grew up with for children to see with an all black cast, right. And I was saying from the side of somebody who loves and writes and wants to aspire to make movies. Right. You'd rather that, have
0: somebody pay to make your exactly. movie than to make Not even my, someone just else's like, yeah, movie a with new, a Mexican
1: cat. Exactly. I'd rather have a new idea that more encapsulates what we're about and relates to us better than have a remake of something else. That was what I was coming from. And so it was this argument that started out of nowhere just like this kind of where she like brought it up where she was like oh would that be a good idea and i was like no essentially what this all wraps up into is the briggs myers briggs test says that i have opinions on things and it's real hard to make me waver on. yeah
0: that's where we started isn't it yeah um the first one you got i suspect is actually enfp
1: it had an i in it
0: oh then maybe not um because i'm enfp so is robin williams and jerry seinfeld and like every other famous comedian you can think of, but also Charles Manson and like Ted Bundy, <laughs> like a lot of, you know, so it it is a similar personality type.
1: Oh yeah. i just that, that. I think you need, yeah, you need to be crazy. You need to think outside the box and you need to just have like something that drives you to be the best and drives you to be, uh, like to get attention, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. I it's it's interesting because I anytime I look at that and think like he like Charles Manson and I have the same makeup. It could go either way.
1: Yeah, easy breezy, beautiful cult leader.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I'm <clears> he. <throat> we also share a birthday. The same makeup. yes
1: what I. Would... Oh,
0: Cover Girl. Uh, <laughs> but I look at that and I'm. And that makes me wonder how much of it is nature versus nurture. Mm -hmm. Because I look at it and I'm like, I had great parents and I grew up to host a podcast about cults. He had a terrible upbringing and grew up to be Charles Manson. How much of that is, given that we have such a similar personality profile, how much of that is learned or how much of that is just in you? And if it's just in you, you know, like who's next? Who among the people we know that have that same personality makeup? A ton of our friends could just one day be like, nah, you know what? I'm going to buy a bunch of Kool Aid and head out to the desert." Like, yeah.
1: well, I mean, there's I've there's definite there's definitely people who because uh, they all start in sort of a genuine place with good intentions, usually, right. right. They usually do. And so there's been people that I know who are similar type of people to us that have ideas where like, sometimes I'm like, oh yeah, so the things you say make a lot of sense. Like I have a friend Mm -hmm. who is very similar to how I am. We're very similar people. And he has a way of thinking where he said, "I don't drive anymore. I don't drive because when I was driving in L.A., it made me really upset. Everything I get, I get upset very easily. Yeah. It, it was a and it's so much of my day. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. It, it was so it was keeping me angry. So now I take the bus everywhere, and I have so much more time to write. I have so much more time to read stuff, uh, and I still like get to the places, and it's cheaper. Okay. And it's better. And so I was like, that's a great philosophy to have." And then the next thing he said was, uh, "I also don't have a bank account because the fucking banks are going down, and everyone <laughs> is taking all their money." <laughs> God damn it! You almost got me. You almost got um,
0: me. I, I kind of understand. I have I have a commute now for the first time in like six years, mm-hmm. um, where for a brief moment in time, like five years ago, I had a monster commute. Yeah, and it was like. A lot of city streets. There was no way to get around it because I worked in Hollywood or I lived in Hollywood, worked in Pasadena and like there's no straight shot. Yeah. And now I've got one that's mostly freeways, but I I have an actual commute again and it's not that bad this time, but every once in a while I'm like, how long is this going to last before I like punch through this windshield? Yeah. (laughs) Because it'll really get to you.
1: (laughs) It does. I drive so much for this, for this quote unquote career. You right. know, you dr- you spend so much of your time driving, so like I get it. I could never do, I can never do a bus or general public transit. I'm because, so
0: nervous about public transit.
1: Yeah, well, okay, <laughs> we have different we have different fears of just like you, yeah. but like for me, I'm already bad with time management. Oh, me so too, yeah. a car means that I can do everything on my own schedule, as opposed to yes. having to work around you know like a bus or public
0: transport. No, that's I I agree. I also, I have a thing of, I like having my car. I don't like carpooling with people either. Mm -hmm. um, Because if I have my car, I can get out whenever I need to. Yeah. If that makes sense. And I would wonder how many other girls feel the same way. Like, I never let dudes pick me up for dates when I was, when I was dating before I met my boyfriend, Jake. Wonderful, wonderful man. Wonderful man. I didn't do it. I would always meet people. I don't care. People would argue too and they'd be like, Just let me pick you up. You're on the way. And I'm like, I don't care. I'm no. I'm gonna I'm driving there. Because I wanna be able to leave at any time. Yeah. If I go to work and for some reason I need to get home, I wanna be able to have access to my car readily.
1: I don't yeah, I don't like I don't like picking people up for dates uh for the same reason because one, I I feel for the for the listeners who have no idea because they've never seen me, I am a six foot five, humongous, hulking Mexican man. <laughs> just a massive. I got a sweet little voice and a cute little face, but then I'm just so massive, you know. <laughs> yeah,
0: you're you're a big dude. So
1: it's it's scary, and I have to be purposefully on my like on my mind about it. Like I I have yeah. to be like I can't be can't do anything that'll make people upset or weird. Like the other day, I got really drunk, uh, and we were like a bunch of comics were hanging out and like we got into like arm wrestling because it's just dudes and then like i lifted this dude up and he said something to the effect of uh we've been hanging out for years and uh, this is the first moment where i realized that if it came down to it you would just murder me yeah with your hands yeah because i'm just like lifting he's nothing he weighs nothing. yeah 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 so it's scary like i'm a
0: heavy chick but you you can probably toss me across the
1: no problem (laughs) (laughs) so just can remember that (laughs) Uh, no, but it's, so it's scary. So I like, I like not picking people up and, um, and trying to like kind of separate it for the fact that I don't like making anyone feel uncomfortable or obligated yeah. for anything. Right, right. I all, I'm super, that is one of my hugest fears is making fe- somebody feel uncomfortable or making feel like they have no other option to do anything, you know?
0: The implication.
1: The implication, of course. Yes. <laughs> I don't want... That's why I don't own a boat. That's the only reason. (laughs) Not financial reasons. Just that.
0: (laughs) Just that. That's why I don't own a boat.
1: (laughs) So, like, I... Yeah. I I don't want to make anyone feel upset or creepy. And then um, I also have been on dates where believe it or not, for as much of the piece of shit that I look like and th- that I am, I've been on dates where like I've just really not liked the other person. And I love like Yeah, and
0: you it. just want to get away. Yeah, and I, I yeah.
1: have the ability to go like, oh my God, I just got offered to do this show. Like I gotta leave now." I I'm gotta so leave sorry. right now. I have that. Let's reconnect. We'll get coffee, blah blah blah, and then just fucking <laughs> gone. I'm a ghost. Bye. I'm a ghost in the wind. <laughs> you know? But it's like I like I like being able to do that and there was there was little things like uh I don't know there there is that I like being I like being able to to leave whenever I need to Mm -hmm. uh I don't like making people feel creepy also for the longest time my car was gross uh it was just real gross in there and I just cleaned it out and it's life-changing and I think that I'm always gonna have a clean car now
0: yeah you know what I thought that at one point too yeah (laughs) Well, the
1: difference is I hadn't washed my car in like two years, maybe, uh. and then like I just I cleaned everything out, I organized the trunk, I got it like super deep washed, I put in some air freshener, and I'm I'm like in that car, and I'm like ooh, where is this paradise? Where am I? <laughs> it's tropical in here, <laughs> I love it.
0: I bought an air freshener. Mm-hmm. Um, I I appreciate when guys try not to be creepy. That's nice. It's, yeah, I'm trying, I'm trying,
1: <laughs> when you talk about it, it sounds so douchey. You know, you yeah. you sound like, oh, I'm one of the good ones. And I'm not trying to say anything, because I'm a piece of shit. I've done terrible, awful things like text, uh text other comics things like hey let's go out and then they're like no and then i'm like oh let's pursue this <laughs> uh and then now i've realized like that's an awful never do that because that's your co-worker yeah um i've done things like when uh like when i get into arguments with my girlfriend like i'll bring up old shit and yeah. it's like really shitty things to do never a good idea no it's Focus like a, on the problems at hand exactly so i've done shitty things but i also want to make an effort to not be a shitty dude. Because nothing bums me out more than the fact that, like, the realization that it's just, that's so ingrained in, like, being a woman, you know? Like, I was raised by my mom, who's, who, was a single mind like my grandma who have always raised me to like they're like this is how the world is this is always for us has always been this way yeah i have to walk with my keys like claws yeah because and that's just ingrained in my system like she'll do it without even thinking about it yeah and i'm like that's so awful that you have to live that way yeah you have to have that on your mind right so it's anything i can do to try and make it better is is in my mind a good thing. And what I'm trying to say I guess is I'm one of the good ones. I'm... But yeah. But
0: no, that that's my other way bigger fear about public transportation mm. is like getting stabbed by somebody on a bus or getting like trapped in a seat next to a dude jerking off or oh, just yeah. like the few times I have had to take public transportation like to put it to you this way, uh I don't go to the laundromat alone. Mm-hmm. I can't. Because the last time I did, uh, I got... And and your clothes are there, so you have to stay. Yeah. Uh, A dude with a thermos full of beer tried to grope me and wouldn't leave me alone. And there was no one to stop him aside I, from me elbowing him out of the way.
1: I feel so bad that I, cause I was laughing at the thermos full of beer <laughs> right? and I was like, that's really funny. And as I'm laughing, you go, and then he tried to grope yeah, me. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, no! In a, in a freaking public place. Yeah. And so it got to the point where I ended up having to take all of my wet clothes mm. out and just put them in my car Jesus. wet and then had to rewash them another time because I couldn't get left alone. See,
1: that's that's awful.
0: Well, here's what makes it worse. Oh, no. So then I went to a different laundromat, mm-hmm. like, later in the day, the next day or whatever. So now I've had to, like, take two days to do laundry. I went to a different laundromat, and I was alone. For most of the time, it was, like, me and this other girl and, like, an older dude that just left us alone, which is great. And I'm, like, finally getting my clothes out of the dryer... And then three guys come up on bikes and just dick around with everybody. It's like, I can't I can't be a lady alone in those spaces. Yeah. And so public transportation, it seems like a nightmare, like a waking nightmare. I feel horrible for anyone who has to do it. Yeah, it's...
1: I mean, it's this awful, awful, awful thing of... Uh, I don't know, man. Because there, there's that thing, too. I don't... I'm not... As weird as it sounds like i'm not afraid uh that somebody's gonna gonna sexually assault me for right. the most part, like right. I'm not, unless fucking Brock Lesnar is on the bus with me like I'm <laughs> probably fine, but a knife. Doesn't care how big you are. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Exactly.
1: So like, if you're crazy enough to pull out that knife and I ain't got no knife, you're winning the fight. You <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it's so. I'm also afraid of that. I'm also terrified of. I did a show in East L.A. on uh, New Year's, uh, and I heard the gunshots go off. Uh huh. And I'm on stage. <laughs> yeah. Doing. It's in the backyard. I'm on stage, microphone in hand, doing time. I've already done like ten minutes. I'm telling a joke gunshot pops off and by instinct i duck and start walking inside because like it's ingrained in my body to like guns are ba- guns will kill you guns yeah. gun don't give a shit how big you are Yeah, yeah gun yeah. will penetrate just through like you just like
0: that scene in indiana jones where like he fights Indi- off yeah, all the, those dudes the and the, knife, the sword guy yeah
1: the sword <laughs> one shot bam, bam. <laughs> yeah cuz it doesn't matter yeah and so yeah guns are terrifying crazy people are terrifying crazy people terrify even me um, well,
0: I, I want to put it in the framework this way. Not necessarily, like, like I don't want to try and stigmatize mental illness because a lot of these people need help. Yeah. I, when I say <laughs> yeah.
1: crazy, I just mean there's, like, a level of... of uh,
0: People the on the word? bus who mean you harm yeah. terrify me. And you cannot guarantee that people have your best interest at heart when you're dealing oh, never, with the public. never.
1: Never. Yeah. But, there, yeah, there's a certain level of disparity that you cross into a threshold of not caring about other people's well-being. Yes. So, like, people will mug you, and at a certain point, like, if they look fine, and then, like, they might not stab you if you say no or run, they might not. Right. But, like, at a certain point, if the person is committed enough to having a knife or a gun held at you and asking for your things... They might just kill you over that stuff. Yeah. So you can't, like... And that's a mugging, obviously. That's different. Yeah. But, like, some people just, like, fucking... They'll just hurt you well, for and, no reason.
0: And I think about... Serial um,
1: killers well, exist. Yeah,
0: serial, serial killers. Exactly. Uh, I think about, like, Vincent Lee is the mm. one that just haunts me. The guy who, on that bus to Manitoba, um, beheaded and ate part of that kid. Yeah. And I'm like... What if Vincent Lee is in the bus seat next to me? Oh, yeah. Like, as as much as I am 100% on board for people who... In, people getting the help they need, I feel like we need to invest more in that as a country. I feel like it's to mm-hmm. everyone's betterment. That is also a genuine fear of mine on public transportation. Oh, yeah. Is being assaulted by someone who either, A, has the intention to assault me in the first place, or B, is not of sound mind... And whether or not they truly had the intention to mean me harm or not will cause me harm. Oh, yeah. If that makes sense.
1: There's, um, it's just, there's so many people that when you become when you become homeless or when you become a certain level of poor you can no longer take care of yourself and not having the simple necessities like a home yeah or 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 anyone who respects you loves you feels like you're a human being you lose that you go fucking crazy yeah and it's it's so sad that we don't want to take care of those kinds of people in uh, in America yes
0: way to end on a downer
1: (laughs) Right. Well, well, as a benefit, this as...
0: was a very real conversation about the fears of dealing with society.
1: Well, it's been, I mean, to end on a happier note, we got some great episodes coming. We do. Uh, Dick's we do. out for to... Rambo. God
0: damn it. <laughs> Dick's out for Rambo.
1: Yeah. He's going to, he's going to be great. Pray, I love Rambo. Pray for Rambo. Pray for Rambo. Um,
0: uh, she's been updating us via text. Our
1: group chat, by the way, is the best thing in my life. I know. I woke up the other day to 27 messages (laughs) from both you and Marie, and then I had to go through. I don't remember what it was about either. No, I don't. It was about nonsense. (laughs) (laughs) So we have a group chat between Paige, Marie, and myself uh, that we have, I would say, drastically different sleep schedules where they go to sleep. Maybe, like, 2 in the morning or, or Marie something. Marie goes to sleep
0: at, like, 10. Yeah. I go to sleep at, like, 2.
1: I fall asleep at, like, 6 or 7 right. in the morning. Yeah. And then, like, I wake up at, like, 11. Uh, you guys both wake up at, like, 8 or something insane. Well, I, yeah,
0: I, I, I'm up by 7 now yeah. for work, typically. Jesus. Gross. But, I mean, t- to be honest with you, at a certain point, like, whether or not I set an alarm my body kind of wakes up oh yeah like this morning was the exception because I was massively hung over but like <laughs> oh that was a great show by the way <laughs> yeah I did a show last night where I had to do a sober set and then I had an hour to do whatever I pleased and then I had to do a drunk set yeah um
1: it was phenomenal great show I'm glad I saw <laughs> thank
0: it thank you thank you I I don't drink nearly as much as I used to it's yeah. and it and it gets less and less the older I get too
1: yeah, it and, gets more uh, and more the older I get. My birthday's on Thursday, by the way. Happy birthday! Yay! This might come out. When is this coming out?
0: To uh, Monday.
1: To Monday? Yeah, so when this comes out, uh, it'll be like four days, and then it'll be my birthday.
0: Happy, birthday. happy early right. birthday. Dicks out for Mondo. Um, hey,
1: send me your dicks.
0: <laughs> um, send me them dicks. But, but so Send I... them to the Gmail,
1: though, so that I don't have to look at them.
0: <laughs> um, I, uh... I drank last night for the first time in, I guess, since, like, no, I guess I drank at Christmas. Yeah. But, like, that, like, not a lot. Like, it, it had been a while, Um, in part just because I'm tired. Yeah. And if you drink home alone, then you have a problem. But if you go out to drink, you have to put on pants.
1: Yeah. But if you drink alone and you watch Home Alone, then it's Still great. Still a problem. Oh, okay. Well, never mind. <laughs> I also what was great last night was uh Paige wanted a cigarette. And then, like, yeah, kind of just held it, held it in her hand for, like, a second and then almost vomited.
0: Yeah. And yeah, then just was, gave it, it back. It was not going great. Just not even, yeah, didn't even,
1: no, not even a little bit. Just was like, I, I mm. think I
0: managed to take, like, two hits off of it.
1: Yeah, it was just so funny because you were like, I want it. And then immediately, yeah. no, I don't want it. No,
0: this was a bad plan. Yeah. Oh, uh, I paid fantastic. for those two puffs this morning. Oh, um, yeah. But, so I woke up. At like 8.30 this morning mm. because I'd been drinking. I'm sorry. I woke up much later than... But 10. yeah, like even when I didn't have to be at work as early, I was usually up around 7. Just Your body just kind of wakes you up yeah. at that point after a while.
1: I wake up every morning at uh, 7.30 or 8 in the morning. I just jump awake uh. and then I reassess my situation where I'm sleeping. <laughs> and then you go back to sleep. And then I go back to sleep. You
0: usually. jump up and you're like, who are these guys in the kitchen? I need yeah. to kill somebody, and then you go back yeah, yeah, to sleep. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs>
1: such a menacing laugh that last one. Uh,
0: yeah, no, I. So I'm I'm typically up at like seven. Um, I, but yeah, I'm up till at least almost always like midnight or two. Yeah, typically.
1: I'm up much later just because uh, I have to.
0: If I didn't have a job, I'd be up till, like, 4 or 5 in oh, the morning. Oh,
1: yeah. It's not... It's, the thing is, is I don't blame you at all. It's just, like, uh, I try and do as many mics and stuff as I can, which means... And then the hangout after, which is
0: that's, just... That's what it takes till 4 or 5 in the morning.
1: Yeah, is the hang. So,
0: Speaking of mics and hanging out and stuff so if you wanted to see mondo and i battle january 19th i'm sorry you can't oh
1: yeah <laughs> it got moved <laughs> yeah they had to move our battle because Paige is better at comedy than i yeah! am
0: yeah <laughs> and
1: got into roast battle tournament episode three
0: yeah what's or up? the third the third uh so i'm battling on tuesday if you're in January Los 9th. Los Angeles, January 9th. So, this will come on, out Monday, so the day yeah. after. Um, and then, again, two weeks after that.
1: Yeah, I uh, Paige and I will be battling sometime in March, is yeah. when I got moved. Um, I'll be battling uh, pretty much every single week until March.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, just come find yeah. me. I'll be there.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, God, I hate myself. <laughs> <laughs> Uh cool.
0: And then at some point maybe we'll try and put together like a live show. We're kind of working on where we oh, should yeah. do
1: that. We're working on the details for a live show and uh possible merchandise for the future.
0: Yay. So if you specifically want to see us live and you think there's a lot of people around you who would want to see us live as a podcast, let us know. Give us an idea of where
1: mm-hmm. we
0: should go because we don't really have the time <laughs> or money or anything to go to a bunch of places but yeah. if we can do like one or two um you know that'd be kind of cool. So let great. us know yeah. if you if you want us to come see. You.
1: This is the moment where you let all your friends know you're really into cults and you go, "Hey, check out this podcast and that I also to. drink this." Yeah. yeah, drink it. Hey, don't worry about it.
0: <laughs> or just, don't. Don't just drink, drink the Kool-Aid. Come on, do it. <laughs> do it. So let us know um we should hopefully be back I hope hopefully Rambo's okay. And then yeah. we'll be back in it and get back on track with regular cult episodes in the next couple of days. Mm-hmm. And so ideally, hopefully we'll have the regular episode out by the end of this week.
1: Yeah. And then send me something nice for my birthday on January 11th <laughs> on Thursday. I'm um, real excited. Gonna even even if it's just
0: like a fun iTunes review that's not mixed and just says that Mondo is cool. Yeah, or, or just say that I suck. Or a post in the Facebook group that says Mondo's cool. You'd just appreciate just, No, that.
1: honestly, just say that I suck and give us a five-star review. I don't even I'll care. I'll take that. Yeah. I'll take
0: that. I'll take people being mean to you, but also five stars. Oh, yeah. Love it. Love it. <laughs> That'd be great. Um, thank you, guys. Have a great day. Prayers for Rambo. Dicks out for Rambo! (laughs) And don't drink the Kool-Aid. Don't do it.